to the Bottled Blonde Podcast. I am Christina McGinnis, the founder of KCM Connect, the Bottled Blonde, and a fashion blogger. The Bottled Blonde Podcast is a millennial's guide to leveling up in business, dishing on our latest dating adventures, personal development, hashtag self-care, and sipping on some fun AF cocktails. To break it down, booze, boys, beauty, and business. If you want it, we got it. Hello, TBB babes. I'm your host, Christina Gather McGinnis, the founder of KCM Connect, the bottled blonde, and the blog, ChristinaMcGinnis.com. And guys, this week's episode, I am jazzed. I know I say that about every single week, but I missed you guys last week. We didn't post last week because it was Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving was wonderful. I'll give you guys an update on LA Hotman. Pretty much, we didn't end up going to his family charades. We just ended up staying really, really close to home, like four people. And then we headed off to Portland to see my parents, which was great, but everything was closed. So we were pretty much homeward bound for the weekend for actual Thanksgiving. Day straight up asked me to be the cook of the turkey, which is just scary all in itself. Like I am not a cook. Like I love watching the Food Network, but that does not mean I am a chef at heart. But diving into this week. I am so jazzed about you guys being able to hang out with Amanda. I think she is just so much fun. She's like such a bright light and she has just such good vibes. She's so stinking cute in person. And I first saw her on The Bachelor and watched her. I believe she was on Bachelor in Paradise too. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have like a little soft spot for The Bachelor. Only in the last few seasons, ever since like Colton and Cassie's episode, that's where I dived in. I wasn't like a diehard before that happened, but I was really invested in that. I was really invested when all of their drama came out, me and my friends, like sending each other articles, really diving into it because I don't know from, from ever then that has been like my jam. This, I don't know how I feel about the whole Claire Tasha. I think Tasha is like adorable. I did get a little sneak peek of that episode when it was on, I think, oh God, what day was it? I can't remember. But I, I watched it a few days ago where they did the whole like wedding scene and they were taking the pictures. That made me like weirdly uncomfortable, but I kind of liked the guy. But if you guys are big Bachelor fans and you watched that episode where she is with cannot remember his name, but they are taking their wedding photos. Me and LA Hotman were like full-blown laughing our asses off because straight up the photographer was wearing shorter shorts than I'm pretty sure I own and like hot pink loafers. And I was like, what the hell is going on? They like brought in I don't know. <laughs> we were dead. We we're like, okay, was everybody else just like not able to come because of COVID? And they were like, bring the guy with the pink loafers because I was like, what the fuck is happening here? Anyway, Amanda, so fun. She is adorable. And I cannot, cannot, cannot wait for you, TBB babes, to hear this episode. I have to say, I am so thankful for you guys. It has been such a wild ride. And the TBB babes, you guys are just a whole little community. And I love hearing from you. 
We have grown so much this year and I cannot wait for 2021. We've got so many fun things in store and it is going to be so freaking awesome. If you are new here, I want to say, hey, hey girl, hey. If you're a guy, hey, hey too. Each episode, we have a drinking word. A drinking word essentially is each time that that word is said throughout the episode, you got to sip down your cocktail, your mocktail, whatever your vibe is. You can have cocktails as long as you're not driving around. And most of us in COVID, unless you're in freaking like Florida or Arizona, you are probably quarantined. <laughs> LA straight up shut down right before LA Hot Man's birthday have this full damn thing planned. Now, whatever, we're just going to make it real cute and real special at home. I was saying, if you guys are on TikTok, I freaking love these new things that came up on TikTok. And now I can't stop seeing them everywhere. They're like those chocolate bombs. And you fill up these two chocolate molds. And then you put like cocoa powder and marshmallows and peppermint and all this good shit in the center of it. And then you put it together. So it's like a little bomb. You drop it in your hot cocoa and then it explodes. And the thing is fucking magical. I am clearly very caffeinated and very excited to be making these, but that is probably my backup plan currently for his birthday. I'm thinking that maybe like a little massage action. We're really going to get into it, but (laughs) this, whoa, we really went on a tangent there. This week's drinking word is going to be Christmas. I'm so excited. Amanda is launching her PJ line. You guys are going to hear so much more about it in this episode. Can't freaking wait. Let's get hot to trot and hop right into this episode. You guys might know Amanda from The Bachelor, but today we're chatting all about family, her fashion line, Lonnie the Label, which is seriously amazing. We are going to do a huge giveaway for you, babe, so stay tuned. The line Lonnie the Label was influenced and created by Amanda Stanton in 2019. Taking cues from her favorite wardrobe staples, Stanton makes current trends accessible for modern day women. And guys, these pieces are next level. They are so freaking fun. And they're just like this effortless go-to style that I feel like all of you babes need in your life. Without further ado, let's get into it, babes. Hello, TBB babes. I am so excited. I have not done an in-person interview in literally forever. I set up all the equipment last night and was testing it and was like, what is life? What am I doing? (laughs) This isn't Zoom. So I'm so excited to record with you in person. I know. I'm so excited. I was actually thinking the same thing this morning. I'm like, this is the first time I have like an in real life meeting, you know, not on Zoom. So (laughs) it's exciting. It is exciting. Okay. First things first, what is your favorite holiday cocktail? So. I'm just not much of like a cocktail person. Okay, are you like I'm, are you like beer, wine? What's your vibe? I I'm a big red wine person, but then I also love an Aperol spritz once in a while. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah. Do you have, have like you ever a, had one? I have had one very very drunk, and so I kind of remember the taste, but not like a ton. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, I can't, I cannot tell you if I like them or not. I always, if I like start off with a cocktail, I just end up switching to wine after one. I'm <laughs> such a wino. But do you have a favorite wine? Anything red. Anything red. Okay. That's how I am with rosé. Like, I love any type of rosé. And people are like, okay, well, what's like 
it has all these things of the nodes of something. And I'm like, I have literally no idea what you're, what you're saying, but it tastes yeah. good. <laughs> I've, I've gotten pickier with my wine, like over the last couple of years. Really? But, yeah. yeah. It's you're so maturing. Funny. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if this is just a sign that like I'm getting old, but I can, I'm starting to be able to tell the difference. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I am so pumped. I want to talk all things dating and bringing boys home for the holidays. And I feel like you've got to have some amazing stories. So I can't. I can't think of like any time I brought a guy around my family for the first time during the holidays, but my family is like all girls. So I have two daughters and I have a sister. My mom has two sisters. So my dad's the only guy. So like anytime we bring a guy around, there's just like so much like type A female energy around. It's mm-hmm. like super chaotic. So I feel like it's probably a little, a little scary. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I bet it is, especially yeah. with all the women. I think yeah. probably my worst was I went to a guy's house and there was probably like 20, 25 people. And it was the first time I was ever meeting his family. I was like excited. And then like, they were really religious and they're like, Christy, why don't you lead prayer? And I'm like sitting there and I'm like, okay, is this a joke? And then I was oh, like, make me so nervous. <laughs> so nervous. I'm like, okay, either I'm going to mess this up. And I was like, no, no, no. You guys should definitely lead prayer. Yeah. And the mom then, as I'm like trying to say that, goes, are you wearing fake eyelashes? And I literally was like, this is the wrong family for me. Yeah. I will not be here after dinner. <laughs> here, like, can I be excused? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I need to go. This is not going to be a good fit. But I wanted to chat about dating and COVID. I feel like so many of the listeners were all dating. And if you have any tips and tricks for the whole COVID dating scene. So I I don't really have any tips or tricks for dating and COVID, but honestly, I'm getting so close to the microphone. <laughs> wow. I would say like, if anything, I mean, I know it's kind of like some people are saying you're kind of wasting a year because we're not socializing, but I think it's also good to like, you have an excuse to kind of take a year off and like focus on yourself and not feel that pressure. Like you're not meeting someone because I feel like no one really is. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard. I think it's hard, but it's it's also very interesting. Right before I moved, I actually met my boyfriend and we met as I was moving and I went back to Portland and we spent two months on zoom. Really? Literally like zooming, FaceTiming, not meeting in person for two months, which I've never done before. Yeah. It's freaking psycho. And even every single time that I say it, I'm like, what is life? But I feel like it's a good time to actually like invest into somebody. Like get to know someone. Yeah. Not having. Yeah. There's a little less pressure too, I think. Yeah. So. And to, yeah, no one's like running in for the kiss. Cause you're like, are you, do you have COVID? Yeah. Like, you're, exactly. like, you're like, kiss the mask. You're like, yeah, ah, this could be fun. You're like, you need to quarantine for <laughs> two weeks first. Yeah. I mean, after you've quarantined for 14 days, then you can come in first. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) But I do feel, I mean, dating is just so different this year, but it's true. I mean, I know a lot of people who are doing Zoom dates and yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I think it's a good way to get to know someone. Mm -hmm. And it's, I think it is, it's a lot less pressure. You're not diving into something. And two, I think you can take like this time to really focus on yourself, focus on business and kind of everything, even with family, like with holidays coming up, Mm -hmm. there's so much to, I feel like look forward to, because it's going to be more of like an intimate gathering versus like this big hurrah. Yeah, totally. I know I'm getting so used to like not socializing as much and before I was always on the go and I feel like now I'm turning into such a homebody I love it me too I know I love being home I'm like light the candles Uh I'm like it's a whole experience when you're home yeah speaking of family traditions I want to hear kind of like your guys's family traditions what do you do with your family every year so every year we usually do Christmas Eve we actually have this one tradition where we all 
it's kind of like a gift exchange, but we all pick out ornaments. And oh, we do like cute. a gift exchange with ornaments and you can steal other people's. And it sounds lame, but I'm not kidding. It's so much fun. And then just as of last year, we all started wearing match- matching Christmas pajamas. Because I feel like we would get all dressed up before and we'd just be sitting in the living room, you know? Yeah. So last year we were like, let's scratch the getting fancy and let's just all wear onesie pajamas. I so that's it. kind of our new thing now. Me and my mom do that every year. Like now all of the girls in the family, we all wear matching PJs. And it's yeah. like me and my mom have done it. We use it as like an excuse to buy PJs. But we started to do it for every holiday. And my dad was like, what the fuck are you two doing? It was like <laughs> literally St. Patrick's Day and we're like in green. He's like, this is too much. He's so like, funny. He's like, you do not need to do it for every holiday. But I feel like Christmas now, so many people do. And you are launching something for the holidays and PJ related. Can you tell us a little yeah. bit about that? Yeah. So my sister and I actually did a collab for the Lonnie holiday launch. So we came out with onesie Christmas pajamas or holiday pajamas. So that's what we'll be wearing this year. But we're super excited about it because I don't know. I usually around the holidays anyways, love just being comfortable. But this year more than ever, I feel like I'm going to be just in loungewear and pajamas. So I feel like it was good timing. That's awesome. I'm so excited for it. So can you tell people who don't know about the line, like how you started it, why you started it, and now what it's kind of transforming into in COVID? Yeah. So I always wanted to start a clothing line, especially after I had daughters, I loved to match with them. So that's kind of originally where I was going with it was I wanted to start like a mommy and me clothing line, but have it be cool and not cheesy yeah but then now I feel like it's kind of turned into like I don't have like a whole community of like girls that you know love the pieces and it's kind of like you said with your podcast like I've been able to connect with so many people and it's been really fun but I wanted just a line that you know made girls feel confident stuff that was easy to wear and yeah I love that so much. I know I've seen when I first got introduced to your brand, it was through Taylor and it was at a pop-up for an event with the OK Sis podcast and they've been on. I love them. They're so sweet. They're so sweet. Yeah, they're great. And so when I was like hunting through the pieces, I was like, God, I want everything. How do you go about like picking the items you're going to launch? Like, do you, are you at home literally trying everything on and being like, I like this fabric. I don't like this fabric. I just think it like the whole process is so interesting. Yeah. So the first time was like the hardest because I was like, you know, the very first launch, I was like, I didn't have that input from people of like what they like and, you know, didn't have a chance to see what people were buying. But I really was just going through, you know, what do I wear all the time? And for the most part, I don't really like to repeat outfits that much. I don't either. And but, it's so bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I have like a few pieces that I find myself wearing all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, why am I wearing these all the time? So like this bodysuit is mine and I wear it like, you know, if I have like a date, like I'm going to put this on or if I'm getting lunch, it's just like such an easy thing that you're going to wear all the time. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of, that's like huge for me when I'm making it is like something that's versatile and that you're going to want to rewear. Do you feel like it was an easy process or a hard process to like start up the line? Because I feel like for some people they're like, okay, I can just like sketch this stuff out. Like, are you sketching stuff and pulling pieces? Like, do you have a whole team? What's what's the vibe? So I have a team. I'm not the one sketching it myself because I would not know how to do that. <laughs> but I do design all the pieces. So, you know, they can, I can give them the idea. They'll sketch it up. If it's not exactly what I'm envisioning, we'll fix it until it's exactly what I want. But yeah, I would say it was easier and harder. It's just so time consuming and I'm such a perfectionist with like everything. So sometimes 
it's just very time consuming. Yeah. yeah. No, I could bet. I yeah. feel like from the time that you come up with an idea to where it's like able to wear on your guys' website, how long is that? So we are already, we already designed summer 2021. So we're like nine months ahead, which is crazy. And, you know, that was another thing I was nervous about when I first, it was something that surprised me anyways, when I first started the line was like how far in advance you have to plan. And I was like, well, how am I supposed to predict like what trends are going to be cool by then? But it's actually easier in that aspect than I thought. I was like, the trends don't change as fast as we think that they do. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we plan, we plan really far in advance. That's so wild. Okay, TBB babes, you guys are hearing the latest and greatest here first. ChristinaMcGinnis.com is launching sticker packs. We are super excited about our three packs, the blogger pack, social media pack, and the podcast pack. A portion of the proceeds will go to Love 146. Love 146 is an international human rights organization working to end child trafficking and exploitation through survivor care and prevention. So what the heck is a sticker? Guys, this is going to change your gram game. Unlike gifts, stickers can be copied and pasted into your Instagram stories without reducing the image quality. Stickers are files you own, so they will never be hard to relocate for future use, unlike Instagram's black hole of a gift library. Stickers can also be used in YouTube videos. These are so simple, guys. I use them in all of my stories, and you guys were asking about them, so we figured let's make them available. For all of the TBB babes, use my code KCM20 to get 20% off your sticker pack at ChristinaMcGinnis.com. That is KCM20 at ChristinaMcGinnis.com for 20% off any and all sticker packs. I was on like the Nordstrom BP fashion board like back in the day and we had people come in who do like fashion forecasting Mm -hmm. and it was probably the most interesting thing I've ever learned like about how they forecast and they go over to like Japan and all these places to like pull ideas. Where do you pull your inspiration from? Mostly online, but I will do that. You know, I'll look up like fashion week and I'll look at like the colors and the palettes that they're using. But I'm also, I just love like a basic white, black, nude. Mm -hmm. So I usually kind of stick with those color palettes, which is a little easier. But yeah, usually just online or like from traveling or just, yeah, you know, Instagram, Pinterest, so many different places. I feel like just from everywhere. Do you feel pressure like each time to come out with a better line? I feel like a lot of business owners, when they launch a product each time, they're like, okay, we want to make it better. Do you, do you find yourself doing that? Yeah, totally. And also to make it different because like, I love the pieces I already came out with and I'll catch myself designing like similar pieces that are a little different, but I definitely will say like, I have certain seasons or drops that like I prefer or I'm more proud of than others just depending on how it all turns out you know mm-hmm. so yeah I definitely will say I I always want it to be better every time no that's yeah I I can feel that when building your team like how do you build such a strong team because I feel like finding good people is one of like the hardest things you can do especially in like the business world people who are loyal and trustworthy is like how did you go about doing that I feel like it's really just important to find people that understand like your brand and your vision and I feel like that's the hardest part is sometimes you know you can be communicating but someone just won't understand it so yeah I would say just finding people that 
that get you yeah. and know, know your vision mm-hmm. is the biggest part. I love that. So what have you guys had to do in COVID? I feel like that probably changed. I know it changed a ton for like every single business, but like from, I'm sure you guys had events and all that kind of stuff. How did you pivot from, I, it's crazy that it's literally like been since March, since everything has first started. So I used to be going into the office all the time, you know, when we would do design meetings and I would try out the fabrics and the colors and the samples. And now we're doing a lot of it just through mail. So they'll mail me swatches and Pantones and samples and all of that. So, you know, I don't go in the office as much, but then also just as far as what I'm designing, I feel like I've changed a lot too, because I'm not really going anywhere. And I used to do a lot of dresses and especially for the holidays, you know, I probably would have done some fancier holiday party dresses and now I'm just doing loungewear because I feel like that's what people are wearing right now. So it just kind of makes sense to go that route. Yeah. I feel like definitely in COVID because there's like no events and that's how people connect. How are you guys trying to connect with like your guys's audience and still keep them like in tune with everything that's happening? It's just, it's crazy because it's like, you would think it's harder to connect because you know, you're not doing events and stuff like that. But I also feel like it's the first time probably ever that like everybody's going through the same thing. Yeah. And so I feel like on Instagram, you know, so many people are on their phones and just doing Q and A's and Instagram lives and stuff like that is like, you know, helping me keep in touch with everyone. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. What is some misconceptions about your life and what you do on the day to day? Gosh, there's so many. <laughs> Let's dive into them. I love misconfess and misconceptions. I think that they're so interesting because I feel really? like people can from the outside perceive something and you're like, that is literally nothing like what happens. Yeah. Well, I think first of all, I think people think that I like have it all together. They're like, you always like have your makeup done. You're always dressed up, which is so not true because I'm literally in sweatpants or pajamas and don't wear makeup. I would say like 90% of the time, unless I have to. So that would be huge. And then also I think just people thinking that I balance everything so well, which I try to, but I I definitely have my moments. Mm -hmm. I think it's really hard. And too, sometimes it's hard to show like the unbalancedness on social because what are you supposed to come on and say, hi, my day has been shit and literally look at my house. Like I need help. (laughs) You know, and I see some people that are so good at like coming on and just being really honest and relatable and saying everything that's going on. But for me, I don't know. It's so hard for me to do that. I I can't. It's so hard for me. Mm -hmm. So I mean, it makes sense that people would think that because that's all I really share, but it's yeah. definitely far from the truth. <laughs> yeah, I could see that too. When going on social media, how do you balance like showing your kids and like putting them kind of in that space? I have some friends who say like even on a small scale, like it's hard to post a picture of your kid and have someone either say a negative comment or like not like their outfit even. And you're like, she looks so cute. Like, yeah. I, I get that a lot too. It's like, I'll post a picture of Charlie and her hair is a mess and people are like, oh my God, you don't brush your hair. And I'm like, I brushed it, but also like we're at home, you know, like yeah. it's frustrating. But the mom shamers are, are it's, real. A, it's a real thing, but I've gotten used to it. But I would say one of the things for me that's kind of changed over the last couple of years with posting my kids is like they're older now and they're in school. And so I don't want to embarrass them. Like I don't want to post anything that they don't want me to post. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like kind of similar to what I was saying. Like I don't post the bad things. I don't throw 
you know, I'm not going to post a video of my kid throwing a tantrum, mm-hmm. but it's mostly because like, I don't want to embarrass them and like, yeah. you know, their mm-hmm. friends at school see it or the parents. And so I have to be respectful of them too. So I think I share like, you know, pictures and moments, but I keep a lot of it private for that's, them too. That's really good. Yeah. I feel like too, people, again, that's like the misconceptions that people probably think, oh, she's posting like this perfect picture or something like that. And then they want to come up with like their own ideas about it. How do you deal with the trolls? Like the people that say negative things? Are you a blocker? Do you just like ignore or like, what's your vibe? How do you handle that? So it's, I'm a blocker now. Like now I just block anyone that says anything negative. I don't care anymore. But I used to be like an arguer. Mm -hmm. I used to like, (laughs) I used to want to prove myself. Yeah. And then I finally realized I'm like, okay, they're mad for no reason. No matter what I say, like they're still gonna want to be mad about something and so I just gave up and now my block list is so long really yeah you just block them oh I, yeah everyone I like I think it's pretty funny when people like write negative things whether it's about the podcast or something like that I always now I've hit the point where it's all sarcasm so yeah. I'm like how's your mom's basement or like, yeah. like your mom's calling she has like you know pop tarts ready like yeah. something that's just like I'm like I need to stop I need to go straight to the blocking because I feel yeah. like that's a little bit more effective I I love a good clap back but I know I sometimes they're like, hard to think of yeah but mm-hmm. then it's like if you have something good and then they keep coming back because they want the attention from you yeah. that's what they thrive off of so now mm-hmm. I just I keep blocking and I'm like if they're gonna make another account I'm just gonna keep blocking all of them yep just, <laughs> just go at least you have unlimited blocks on Instagram exactly which yeah. is amazing yeah. What are some tips and tricks for young moms who want to build a badass career? Because we've talked about your kids and like, I know I can only imagine like I have fur nuggets back in Portland, like real live children is something that I still have yet to wrap my head around. Yeah. I think it's so crazy. I was talking to Cassandra about this last night, but like dads are able to work and like people, even though it's 2020 and I feel like it's, you know, there's feminism and all of that, but I still think there's like, I don't know, people are so harsh on moms that work. And so that's something for me, I think, just like not feeling guilty about it. Yeah. Because I used to feel really guilty going to work. I was like, well, I should be home with the kids. But then I'm like, well, dads work all the time. Or like if I had to travel for work, people would say stuff to me about how I'm not home with the kids, but no one ever said anything to their dad about it. And so I think just like not being so hard on yourself and, you know, as long as you have your priorities straight I feel like that's the main thing well and too like you going to work and having something that like lights you up you're gonna come home in a really good mood yeah versus a mom who's been there for 12 hours today who's freaking pissed who's yeah. not gonna be like maybe the the best mom to her ability like you have like a passion and wouldn't you want your like your kids to see that you're passionate versus like not I don't know. I think that there's such like a stigma there that I think is insane. Yeah. And it's crazy too, because I was a stay at home mom for the first two years and I loved staying home, but I was so stressed all the time and I had like no adult interaction and I was like kind of losing my mind. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I think it's important. I mean, and some people love that. And I think it just, it depends on the person, but for me, it's like helped me so much. And I think I'm like a happier, more patient mom now that I have, you know, my own stuff going on and I'm working. Yeah. And you have adult interaction. Like literally like if she threw a tantrum, if you were there all day, you would be like, what the hell are you doing? Like zero patience. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I can't. I would like hide in my closet. I'm like, I need five minutes. Yeah, you're like, you're like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. No, I can only imagine. So definitely, you know, not giving yourself mom guilt and having that adult interaction, going after your passion. Any other tips for someone who's like maybe wanting to break into the fashion industry? 
I would just say, make sure that it's something you're really passionate about. Like no matter what kind of business that you want to start, because it is very time consuming and, you know, it takes a lot of patience. So as long as it's something you're really passionate about. Yeah. Oh, I can see that. Hey, you, are you needing an afternoon pick-me-up? Don Francisco's Organic Cold Brew is the perfect summer coffee drink. It's easy to brew at home. All you need is a large glass container or pitcher. After letting it steep in cold water for 24 hours, you have delicious coffee concentrate. It's the perfect way to start your summer day or enjoy as an afternoon pick-me-up. I know I sure need one. Don Francisco's is premium coffee, people roasted and packed in the USA. And the very best part, guys, Don Francisco's Coffee has created a special sampling code where you can receive 20% off any purchase on donfrancisco's.com. Just go to donfrancisco's.com, shop, and check out with the promo code BLONDE, and you will get 20% off your order. Offer is good from August 1st till January 31st, 2021. Get sipping, party people. With two kids, what does your day look like? Like, what's your morning routine? I love people's morning routines because I feel like a damn good morning routine, like, just sets you up for success. Yeah. So, I mean, gosh, like, during COVID, we were totally out of our morning routine. But now we started getting back into it. So, I actually wake up before my kids do. And I'll, like, sit there and have coffee and I'll look at my phone. Once the kids get up, obviously get them ready, make them breakfast, all that. Then they have school, so they're doing school from home, like, on Zoom and stuff. Okay. So while they do that, I usually work out, go for a walk. I don't know. It's it's pretty boring these days. There's nothing, like, super specific about it. But the one huge thing for me is I have to wake up before my kids. Like, at least 30 minutes I need to myself in the morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. What's, speaking of, like, morning routines, getting in a good groove, what are some hacks, too, for you to decompress? Like, I feel like being on social, running a business, having kids, mm-hmm. I think those are all things that can be, at times, very draining. What do you do to kind of, like, undo the day? So I I don't pick up my phone first thing in the morning or for 30 minutes before I go to sleep. Like, I will not scroll on my phone in bed until I fall asleep. And then also, I'm a big, like, bubble bath person. Oh, yeah. okay. What are yeah. your favorite, like, bubble bath products? <laughs> there are these, like, whey CBD bath bombs that I love. Have you those. tried those? Are They're, they like, little pills. pills? Yes. yes. Okay, I've seen They're those. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I love those. And then there's also, I mean, I love, like, the Dr. Teal's Epsom salt. I buy the eucalyptus one. I got the lavender ones. Really? Life-changing. Oh, I, the kids have the lavender. Oh, they're so yeah. great. So those are two things. Love baths, love like face masks, tea, wine. Mm-hmm. Wine, definitely yeah. <laughs> tea and wine. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Do you ever feel burnout? Like literally yesterday, I think I was saying this. I was like, holy shit, I feel so burnout. Like oh, yeah. how, how do you bounce back from that? I was feeling so burnt out like the last two weeks. And I think just like giving yourself grace, like my job is, you know, a lot of it's on social media. And I was just like, I can't like do this right now. Like I don't want to. And I kind of just, you know, I was still posting little things here and there, but for the most part, I took two weeks off and I was like, I think we're harder on ourselves too. Like no one else really noticed. I posted something. I was like, Oh, I took a little social media break. And everyone's like, you did. We didn't notice. I'm like, well, for me, it felt like I, you know, wasn't posting. There was a few people that were like, are you okay? But I think we're just so much harder on ourselves and it's okay. You have to give yourself grace and, you know, let yourself take a break. 
But yeah, that's something I've been allowing myself to do a little more the past year. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think it's very interesting. I feel like COVID has made, I think everyone like rethink about like what's important and what's not. And I'll notice like when I'm on my phone for like a long period of time, like I get anxiety. Oh yeah. And then when I'm like not on it or it's like gone for a little bit, I'm like, wow, I feel so much better. Yeah. I feel like it's all the notifications, all the things that are always like overstimulating. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely something I'm like, all right, the phone goes down. I will literally like shove it in some cabinet here. Yeah. Like I will see you tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny too, because I used to always like pull my phone out first thing in the morning and I would feel like I was scrolling for like 15 minutes because you know I check my email and Instagram and Twitter and the news or whatever and then I would look and I'm like oh my god I've been on my phone for an hour Mm -hmm. you know it's so crazy so yeah I try to give myself like an hour every morning without picking my phone up I think that's good yeah it's real good what are some like beauty hacks that you have because right now I'm looking at the good fluffy brow and loving it <laughs> thanks <laughs> I actually just had them laminated have you ever heard of that yes and yeah. I was going to ask you before I was like okay are they laminated okay yeah. tell me about the whole process so they're not microbladed these are just my natural brows but when you laminate it it's almost like it kind of smells like, have you ever smelled like a perm? Yes. It smells like that. Okay. So they just brush them up. They put like some solution on it mm-hmm. and it basically just, it's like a permanent brow gel. So it makes your brows like stick up mm-hmm. and you know, they're like groomed, but it makes them look a lot fuller, I think. See, okay. Yeah. I've wanted to do it, but I was like scared. I was like, I don't know who to go to. Is there someone that you recommend going to? So I love my girl. She's down in Orange County though, but her name's Alicia. She works at Coastal Beauty Bar in Laguna Niguel. And she's the only person that I've let touch my brows in almost five years. That's insane. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So any other time I just get scared because I like my full brows Mm -hmm. and I get scared someone's going to like tweeze them too much or I don't know the shape that she does. She just does a really good job. But I know there's a place in LA also called Flybrow. Okay. And I've heard it's really good. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Since you've lived in literally California your whole life, what are some tips or tricks for people who are moving here? Since I am new here, like anything that any tips that you would give somebody new? Like beauty tips or just like in general? In in general or beauty? I would say, I don't know. For me, I I have a friend that just moved here from New York and she was talking about how it's hard to make friends. Mm -hmm. So I would say, I mean, I do think people in California are pretty nice most of the time. Mm -hmm. But I also think, you know, she's been like DMing people on Instagram and like reaching out, trying to make friends. So I think that's huge, you know, having friends and like a support group where you move otherwise I feel like it'd be really lonely so I guess that goes for anyone moving anywhere yeah but yeah just like reaching out to people on Instagram yeah Yeah. I've done that once or twice a few bloggers were super nice and then someone else just like read it and liked it and I was like okay never mind okay (laughs) (laughs) I will grab coffee by myself (laughs) yeah so yeah that's what I would that's what I would say if I were moving somewhere I think that'd be like my biggest fear is like how do I meet people you Mm -hmm. know so yeah. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, let's hear about two kind of your plans for the rest of the year. Anything uh, we've got the line coming, anything else to wrap up this new year? And like, what are you looking for to go into 2021? So it's funny. I actually just canceled all my plans for the rest of the year, like traveling and stuff. So I'm pretty much just home, but we just moved. So mostly just settling into the new house and furnishing it and like looking at all your furniture. It's so cute. So <laughs> hopefully making my place cute. I will help if you need any help. Oh her. yeah. I'm, I'm going to take you up on that for sure. But just spending time with family over the holidays, kind of just like you know, keeping it low key, I think for the rest of the year. I love it. I yeah. think that's good. Yeah. 
What about going into 2021? Do you have any goals that you really want to hit for this next year? I feel like I, I, I'm just, I hope things go back to normal. I'd love to like start doing events again and, you know, like being able to socialize and actually be around people, especially like for Lonnie. Mm -hmm. So that's something I'm hoping for. And then hopefully then I could expand Lonnie a little bit too. I know we want to add plus size, maybe some accessories, swimwear. So there's a lot of room for growth there too. Oh my gosh, I love it. Do you have a book, podcast, or resource that you feel like has brought you a lot of value for like just life in general or Lonnie? So I have a lot of friends who are in the industry. So for me, really like getting advice from them has been super helpful. Just knowing people that have been doing it for years. It's like, you know, learning through their experiences. So mm-hmm. that's pretty much what's, what's been helping me. I love that. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Mentors, I feel like in any space is so helpful because yeah. otherwise it's like driving a car without a map. And, and it, you're like, what the hell do I do? Totally. And it's crazy too, because it's another thing where I feel like people are so afraid to ask, but people like most people like to help other people. And I've had so many people be like so kind to me and give me so much great advice. So that's helped me a lot. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Well, pimp yourself out. Let's hear all the handles for the line and yourself. Okay, perfect. So for Lonnie, the label, the Instagram is at Lonnie underscore the underscore label. And my personal account is at Amanda underscore Stanton's with Stanton with two N's which I've been trying to change for years, but that's not really how you spell my last name. But that's my Instagram. Really? Have you tried? You've probably tried to petition it and stuff too. Does someone oh, else yeah. have the handle? Yeah, I DM her every day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> She's probably blocked you at this yeah. point. Yeah. And she doesn't even post. So you yeah. could be like, you know, maybe some Starbucks you could like lure in with some cookies. You yeah. might have to get crafty. I offered her money. Oh, yeah. okay. Then she, maybe skip the cookies. Yeah. yeah just go straight but, to the you cash. Know, yeah, she has the account. She got it first. It's she deserves it. But um, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, well, I love it. Well, TBB babes, happy Thursday! Make sure to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, and we'll see you, babes, next week. Okay, TBB babes, listen up. I am so freaking excited. Without further ado, I've literally said we are going to do a giveaway from the beginning of this episode. So diving into it, head to the Bottled Blonde Podcast Instagram. Our last picture on our feed is going to be two Lonnie the Label PJs. They are so stinking cute. She shot them with her sister. They're like this most I don't know, adorable sets and you and a bestie or a family member are going to receive a pair. So I'm so pumped. Everyone loves Christmas PJs. Like, how can you not? I just got some and they're like little designer Louis Vuitton action. And I'm so excited to wear them on Christmas. So you guys need the PJs in your life. Hop on over to the Bottle Bond podcast page and look at all of the details to enter. It's cool.